0: Welcome to Skoll Stories, presented by CenturyLink, trusted technology partner of the Minnesota Vikings. Tonight, Pete and I are catching up with former Viking and current Robbinsdale Cooper head coach, Willie Howard. Pete, before we launch into our interview with Willie Howard from Robbinsdale Cooper, time to recap what turned out to be a, a big upset win for the Vikings over the Packers in Lambeau Field last Sunday. And the headline start and finish was Dalvin Cook. I mean, it's not a it's not a prescription you can run probably for the entire rest of the season, but it sure worked last Sunday.
1: It, no, it really did, and I and I was. Um pleasantly surprised with the productivity of our running game uh, I thought the offensive line did a great job uh, especially the tight ends the tight ends were involved mm-hmm. in a lot of these blocks that that uh, got Dalvin Cook to the second level and what we see out of Dalvin Cook is when he's healthy uh, you just need to get him the football and some space and man can he make some things happen some of those you know a couple third down plays where he's catching a screen or a little swing route and he's turning those into big gainers I mean that's uh, that's something only a handful of people in the NFL can do, and Dalvin Cook is absolutely one of those talents.
0: Do you think the Packers uh, took the Vikings a little lightly, given how they dominated him the first game of the season?
1: Yes, absolutely. And and, and I talked about that before the game, just looking at uh, how Lafleur handled the week, and uh, they had a walk through practice on Wednesday instead of a real practice. It, it just seemed to me that uh, they were they were taking, I don't know if you say the Vikings per se, making it personal, but just this whole week Mm -hmm. a little bit lightly. And the other thing that I think that really stood out is – uh they need another weapon offensively besides uh Devontae Adams. I mean getting Lazar back will be really big for the Packers.
0: Hey, I'm anxious as, as you are as well to the, the chat with Robin Zeal Cooper head coach Willie Howard, is really doing an unbelievable job and is a, a guy who knows a lot about high school football. I'm sure you can relate to what he's been he's going through right now.
1: To be on the front lines, and that's that's exactly what he's doing. And he's using the 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 game of football, which I think kids need more today than ever. It teaches him the lessons of hard work, uh, teamwork, uh, fighting through adversity. He's teaching those lessons and he's teaching those lessons not only on the field, but off the field with the way they dress, with the way they conduct themselves. Um, I think it's an amazing thing and I'm so happy for Willie because you just listen to his voice and he's, he, he knows that he's making an impact and he's doing everything he can to make this uh the future a better place with touching all the lives of the kids on his team
0: well let's get right into it here's Willie Howard Mark Rosen along with Pete Bursich and we have uh, one of our favorite guys in town here the head football coach at Cooper High School former Minnesota Viking Willie Howard and a former teammate of yours Pete Bursich and I want to start with this question
1: is you kind of had Willie uh some bad luck and I remember when you did injure your leg and 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 but could you refresh the the memories of the fans because you were a guy coming from Stanford that had a ton of opportunity in front of him and faced something that uh, that 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 was really 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 an awful
2: situation yeah I, I appreciate you for uh, reminding me of when when one door one door closes another one uh, opens up and so uh, unfortunately having you know been drafted the second round and and dealing with the things that we dealt with in 2001 with big K passing away there's so many opportunities that were given to me and then uh you know Tennessee Titans game uh December 9th uh, 2001 a legal cut block um took what was you know one time a dream to to be the best player ever to play in the National Football League to then having to you know, just switch roles and and switch thought process and and make that dream turn into something different so I uh, wish I had a longer career, obviously, but I think it opened up a door and opportunity from the Vikings organization to to be able to take my love and passion of football and, and uh, blossom it into something else. Uh, just tell me,
1: tell me what it is and what it means to you to be able to work with these kids day in and day out. What you're teaching them? I, I've read, uh, I've seen your Dress for Success, which is which is a fantastic program. Uh, what are the biggest things that you want to pass on to this next generation
2: of football players? You know, for me, it's always about reflection. And, you know, I think about the great mentors that I had as coaches, you know, uh, John Figueroa and and Bernie Quintero as my high school coaches, to then uh, Tyrone Willingham at Stanford University and Dave Tipton, to then be able to have the luxury to to play under Denny Green. And and things that we always talked about, you know, was how will you be remembered? Failure is not an option. And then always remember to leave a legacy. And so to be able to uh, take the – life skills that were presented to me through football uh, at an early age. I didn't start playing football till I was 14, walking in the halls and being noticed by my coach that, Hey, you should come out for football. And so I uh, wish I had an opportunity growing up before that to be exposed to discipline and be exposed to, you know, persistence and, and determination at a different level. And so for me, I, I'm, I'm trying really hard to, maneuver my coaching staff and my community to be able to not only be a change in individuals, but be a change in an actual community. And so football just happens to be something that I've always been passionate about and becomes the platform to be able to make that change. Um, But it also is supported by the, the great community that I have that's willing to walk in the same morals and values that I have to be able to initiate the fire in this change.
0: Again, we're talking to Willie Howard, uh, Cooper football high school coach and former Minnesota Viking. You mentioned Ty Willingham and Denny Green. What did you learn from those two individuals that kind of helped mold the person that you are today?
2: Uh, I, I made a statement today to my coaches, and I never realized that that's a statement that's always been said so many times that I never really even put on the back of a shirt. But it's it was, it's not about me, it's about we. And just thinking about what that means uh, in life. You know, it, I, I'm here as an individual in this world but it's not about me. It's about we. It's about this community. It's about the people that we are and being able to understand that when we make decisions and when we make choices, the things that we got to do is remember this choice can affect me personally, but as a, as a father, it affects us as a family. So it's about we. And so uh, just looking at, you know, Denny Green and the thought process when they're coming in as a rookie and, and just the expectations to be out in the community as a, you know, coming from California, never being in Minnesota in my entire life. And just knowing that his expectations you know were that i was out part of the community i can recall going to minneapolis north high school and speaking uh, on our days off and being able to be exposed at an early age i mean i think i'm 23 years old and and a mentor into a new community that i don't even know but what that does is it creates that understanding that we're going to instill in all of the people that play the sport that we have a platform that we're going to be able to use and let's make sure that we maximize it to our fullest potential so you know, using Denny Green, Tyrone Willingham, the same thing. Like, I, I, I still have a relationship with uh, Tyrone Willingham to this day of just, you know, what things can I do to be a better man? What, what things can you see me doing to, to be a better leader, to be a better coach, uh, and to meet the expectations of myself and my community and my family?
1: So, Willie, let me ask you this. How have, how have kids changed? What's different about them, and then what's the same about them?
2: I mean, I've got kids all across the nation playing college football that, I mean, I thought I was a monster and, and uh, against all odds at six foot four, 275 pounds as a freshman. Well, well that comes a diamond dozen now and they're bigger, faster, stronger, I think. But at the same time comes a level of um, responsibility as a coach because our kids are exposed to technology computers in the palm of their hand and being able to help mentor and guide them in a professional way to help them to to be better stewards of that technology, show them how to use it the right way, be responsible. There's a lot of things that have changed with respect to, you know, student size, but I think it also opens up the opportunity for our kids to be even that much more students of the game and getting
0: better because of all the access that they have. How do you explain the transformation, the buy-in to what you're selling, not just from a physical standpoint, but from also a commitment standpoint for these kids who have lots of distractions, lots of things going on in their lives right now, especially now that we're in the midst of this COVID de- pandemic.
2: You know, I, I think it, it started with our year one. We started off taking over that program that we knew had eight communities that represented Robbinsdale Cooper High School. It's eight different cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's different cliques. And so we had to go in there with the mindset of understanding that in order to make a change on the football field we got to make a change in hearts. So we started off day 1 we we cooked them about 150 slabs of ribs and just let them know, <laughs> "Yeah, we're going to sit down at the table together. We're going to break bread. We're going to we're going to get vulnerable. We're going to break each other down. We're going to build trust. We're going to build relationship. We are going to start off as a family, but it required me to get the right coaching staff to be a part of this uh, with integrity and, and with the vision. So we started that process I'm a competitor by nature, but uh, winning does not and cannot come at the cost of doing things the right way. And so we talk to our kids about every day, the expectation is, you know, I don't want you to go out there and think that you're competing against the man across the field from you every single play because you're going to always either win or you're going to lose if that's your mindset. But if we can walk through every single day of life in the classroom, on the football field, in our community, at our house, and say that I got to get better every day and I have to give 100% in order for me to get better, and the outcome will play itself out. The wins will will play itself out. The losses will be losses. There are going to be times that teams are just going to be better than you. I can recall taking the uh, SAT, and I thought I was a brainiac. Well, guess what? That test <laughs> got the best of me in terms of, you know, I didn't, get, I didn't get everything right. So, you know, at the end of the day, some might say, I mean, Kirby Puckett batted, what, 33%. Well, he hmm. failed more times than he, you know, made contact to that ball, but it's still success because he gave his best and so for our kids, that is exactly what we're doing. And, and it just so happens that because you put together the right team and you put together the great coaching staff, and you have the great community and and uh, athletic directors supporting you, all of a sudden you're able to say, looking back at your, your record, you're the winningest coach in school history. Well, that's because if you do things the right way, you do it with integrity, it'll all play itself out. And, and then you start thinking about how do I make this – Community even better, given the fact that we're getting these wins and losses, and get more stakeholders to, to buy into what we're doing.
0: Do you want an inside look into U.S. Bank Stadium on game day? Tune into Vikings Pregame All Access for an exclusive live stream pregame show, providing behind the scenes content prior to all Vikings home games. Vikings Pregame All Access airs at 11 a.m. on Vikings.com, the Vikings app, Vikings Connected TV, and social media platforms. We'll be right back with more Skull Stories right after this
1: don't miss your chance to virtually meet fan favorite football heroes all season as CenturyLink has teamed up with your minnesota vikings for the legends connection meet and greet sweepstakes to enter just visit vikings.com slash promotions and now back to more skull stories with willie howard Will you you mentioned eddie mcdaniel um First of all, let us know how he's doing. And are there any other former teammates of yours that that have been
2: out, that have come out to help, uh, or other guys like that that you have on your staff? I've been blessed. Eddie McDaniel, when I started, he kind of um, showed up every now and again and, and was able to lend his great expertise of, you know, being an undersized linebacker, playing at a high level. Um, last year was his first year as a full-time coach of mine. This year he's back again. You know, when we see kids that are able to – look at him and say wait a minute you were 10 times in the league and played and you were all pro play like how they ask those questions and he's able to say i gave 100 percent. i had to go above and beyond i had to be the exception to the rule so i got eddie mcdaniel I got yuki dozier who's my uh defensive back coach going on 11 years he played at the university of minnesota tell redmond uh, broke some records at the Gophers, played for the Ravens. Um, Larry Norton. Larry Norton played locally at Burnsville High School, went to junior college, and then went to Syracuse. Neil Allen played with the uh, Gophers as well. Tony Patterson, co-head coach at this point, and been here 11 years, played at the Gophers as well, one of the best offensive minds. So we've got quite a few individuals with a in Division One pedigree, uh, but their best thing is they're, they're college graduates, and so they are examples for all of our kids to see. So my kids, when you come to our building, you can see yourself – whether it's for football or, you know, CEOs of a company I've got on the staff, you'll be able to see
0: yourself through our coaching staff. Again, we're talking to Willie Howard, head football coach at Cooper High School. And Willie, do you have aspirations someday moving on to another level, or do you love kind of this teaching method and where you are right now? For me, I, I really, you know, Phoenix Bros is my
2: stepson. I call him my son, uh, plays at North Dakota State. Uh, he told me when he was in third grade, he's the one that really got me into coaching. In this entire process, I've had to make a lot of, Tough decisions not to go off to college because my love and passion for uh, my son, my other mm-hmm. son, Jackson, is a sophomore now at Cooper High School. My daughter is in eighth grade. There, there's going to, you know, potentially will be other doors that open up. And i got to make sure that it's right and that my community um, is in a place that it would be make sense. If it doesn't make sense, I am absolutely blessed with the community that I have, the support that I have. I'm an assistant principal now, so financially it takes care of business and it pays the bills. Um, but absolutely, I'm. You know, it's it's open if the right job opened up, but it has to make absolute sense because mm-hmm. again, these kids are my kids. I mean, I've got 130 on my team. I got 130 kids each year. It's somebody different that I got to love on.
0: How badly uh, did your team miss? Playing football, uh, we know we, you you've resumed right now, and also the, the combination of playing football and having your players express their concerns and questions about the social unrest that's going on in Minneapolis and in the nation because uh, these are our future. These kids are our future, and you, I, I gotta believe that you you're in a position to be a great mentor and a great listener as well.
2: It's hard because as a, as a male and and, and being um, culturally relevant, also in this time being a African American black male. Um, in a position that I hold in the platform that I have, it's very important that we uh, make sure that our kids continue to see our, themselves in us and being able to lead by example. And we're dealing with the, the COVID, which that absolutely crosses every single race line. That, that's non-discriminatory. And so for that, it's an equal conversation for our students to go through. Uh, but then when we talk about what happened with George Floyd, and sometimes there is not that uh, black male figure for our kids to talk to because they might be absent in the home and be able to understand how do I navigate through this thing called mm-hmm. life and, and coach what do I do and this is happening right down the street from my house and coach what you watched on camera is what happens on a daily basis in our neighborhood and just being able to give our kids a platform and so when football wasn't there um, you know and we had to resort to zoom meetings to attempt to just check in with our kids it made it difficult because our kids needed us uh, more than any other time before they needed us. And, and our coaches, you know, made ourselves readily available. But when we got to come back in, in, in June and resume voluntary workouts, it had less to do with who's going to be our starting quarterback and wide receiver. It had more to do with how can we meet the social and emotional needs of our kids during this time. Let's make sure we have a platform for them to talk during practice. You know, everybody's at a different place with this and how it's affecting them. But at the end of the day, we are and always have been a family and we are going to support each other 100%. So for me, hey, I want to win games. But at the same time, just being out there with my players and being able to let them uh, go out there and give 100% is what they need right now socially and emotionally.
0: Willie, from a Viking standpoint, any memory that sticks out, players you, you uh, had a chance to associate with, be teammates with, and, and ones you think about maybe stay in contact with besides Eddie McDaniel.
2: know growing up I was an absolute gargantuous huge fan of uh Johnny Randall oh my I say that because you know if you watch my college you'll see my spin move I mean I got my sacks because of the spin (laughs) move and you know then all of a sudden when he goes and he leaves and then they drafted me first thing I said was I do not want number 93 just being honest there's no possible way that I would be able to (laughs) fill those shoes without playing with me he has been a a mentor from afar because he has absolutely seen the vision, seen the mission, and has been a, a huge supporter, and advocate, checks in on our kids, articulates what we're trying to do at Cooper High School because we are, what, 80% students of color, 80% free and reduced lunch, and the access hasn't been there. And, and, and Johnny Randall you know, absolutely takes care of business. Uh, Dean Dalton uh, was a running backs coach when mm-hmm. I was there. He's in contact with me all the time help, trying to help me grow as a leader. Uh, Mike Tice, um, appreciate him for giving me the opportunity to start off in the minority internship with him. And I wanted to still play, so I didn't feel like, hey, I want to go coach right now. Um, but he gave me that opportunity, gave me the opportunity to grow. So, you know, I try to stay as connected to the Vikings as much as possible because as much as, you know, it sucked that I didn't get to play no more. Um, they have extended their arms of how can we help you continue to leave a legacy that might not have been as a player um, as much as it would be as a, as a coach, but you're still a, a Viking. And they even say the word legend for all of us. Cause we, you know, had an opportunity to be a part of that program. And I want to make uh, the name for them, you know, stand strong. So Willie, really, when was that moment that, uh, that you decided that the coaching is your future and was there a particular event that really just kind of pushed you over the edge? To date I've had 22 body parts uh, repaired and fixed from, from injuries and, and I was so frustrated with you know workers' comp and how to go through that. That I actually gave up on football and was in depression for a while. And my son, Phoenix, was in third grade, literally. And he's now a junior in college. And he it was that day he, Dad, I'm I'm old enough to play, you know, tackle football. Will you come coach me? And I said, No, I'm not coaching. Cause so I was so I was so over football and, and felt like the game had taken away from me and you know my dream and my my goals and everything that I wanted to do were, were taken away because of my worldly wants. And then when my son gave me as a, you know, was he t- 10 years old, get, gave me the the daddy moment of saying, dad, it's not about you. It's about me. It hel- helped me to be grounded back to, you know, reminding myself why I got in the game in the first place was the love of it and the passion. And on day one, I can recall he, coach Dean Pekerrick is my, uh, varsity wide receivers coach to this day, and we've been coaching since third grade. And uh, we just looked at each other and said, we're, we're going to have the best team ever because we're going to do it the right way. We talked about, you know, having pride, you know, persistence, respect, integrity, discipline, and effort. Um, we just talked about core values. Didn't talk about wins and losses and we didn't lose a game in what three years, not because that's what we were coaching, but it then it became easy. I went to St. Louis Park high school uh, under the direction of the head coach, Andy Ewald to learn okay, maybe I like this, went into semi-pro, coach semi-pro. We, you know, went undefeated, doing things the right way and then they became, got a chance to be the head football coach and I can tell you this, no disrespect to a lot of people out there, if we look at my time commitment and my energy and effort, I don't think one person in this world can come close to the amount of time and energy that I put in for my kids because I'm so passionate about the direction that these kids can go because of football as a platform. So, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm kicked off of Facebook because I'm sending too many messages to college coaches. and and, and, That's okay. Kick me off because I'll go restart back up my computer because it's about these kids.
0: Willie Howard, can't thank you enough for spending some time with us. Uh, Congratulations on a terrific career at Cooper High School. We know there's some great things to come. And more importantly, thanks for being such a terrific mentor in our community.
2: Thank you very much. And thank you for the opportunity to be on here with you all. All
0: right, appreciate it. Thanks, Willie. Well, Matt, Pete Bursich, that was an impressive conversation with Willie Howard. He's got a lot to offer. I think if you're a young uh, kid in high school, uh, what a mentor to have uh, going through this process, even with COVID going on right now.
1: Willie has done an an amazing job with those kids. Uh, And, you know, like I said, he's touching their lives. He's showing them what it's like. And and for Willie, I'm so happy for him because so much of his life was, was the NFL and football and to lose it. And that's the thing that all kids have to be aware of is that this the sport can be taken away from you with one shot to the knee that could end everything and then you know Willie had went to a great university uh had an unbelievable plan b and he's using all the lessons that he learned to pass on to the next generation
0: well time to turn the page meanwhile for the vikings the detroit lions coming to town and if you win this game uh you got a chance to kind of like wake the echoes of at least people thinking maybe they got a shot to get back in this thing
1: well, I think it'll be a great litmus test. I mean, Detroit uh definitely has has its problems. Uh they're having a very hard time keeping Stafford up front, I think. He's not old, but you could tell he's been hit a lot throughout his career and that's, you know, that's when he's making some mistakes, but um It'd be a great, you know, losing is a, losing is a challenge, but sometimes winning is also a challenge and you have to remember what got you to where you are. You've got to build on that. And it's going to be interesting to see with this young defense, especially, if we can build on that.
0: Well, yes, as you heard, Willie Howard is truly changing lives and it's great to see all of those high school coaches changing lives as well. Pete, again, thank you once again for this week and thank you fans for tuning in to another episode of Skull Stories presented by CenturyLink, trusted technology partner of the Minnesota Vikings. We'll see you all again next week.